0: is the University of Michigan.
1: Touchdown, Michigan! The beach of Michigan Hall! And the court, an extra pass.
2: And it goes to the...
1: All right, welcome back to Blue by Ninety. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin as always, and today we have a special guest, Money Moody, Jake Moody, uh, from Michigan football kicker. Jake, how you doing? Thanks for joining us,
3: man. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so
1: um, you know, obviously, it's a big week for you guys. Uh, looking ahead to Saturday um you know give us uh give us a little insight into what the vibe has been uh
3: this week for you guys in practice um so right away after the uh, northwestern game all of our focus shifted to michigan state um you could kind of feel like there's like a different energy um we like to approach every opponent like the exact same way but you can kind of tell there's like something a little bit different about this week uh everybody knows what's on the line and Uh, we're going to, we're going to be ready for, for the game this week.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've heard that from a couple different guys, uh, you know, in press conferences and stuff like that. Like, you know, I think you guys have had uh, it's pretty obvious you've had that like game by game mentality, right? Like not looking too far ahead, um, but knowing what's to come still. Um, So how do you guys balance that uh, that, kind of mentality of this is just like another game we don't want to do too much but
3: obviously there is a more a little more importance to this one too yeah I mean uh everybody's just kind of trusting like their preparation um the coaches are doing a great job um like we we've got a good game plan for them so uh we're not we're not too worried um we're just gonna take it
0: like any other game but uh, obviously, there's a little bit more on the line this week. So, is the game plan just to get over the 50 yard line and have you kick bombs all day, or what? <laughs> Hopefully, I'm kicking a lot of PATs. Yeah,
1: agreed. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Um, is there is there a spot when like okay when do you, when they get a certain part down the field? When are you like, all right, this is like I can I can start my uh, my routine here because
3: I I got the leg for this. Uh, usually when the offense crosses the 50, that's kind of like my, uh, kind of like cue to start warming up. Um, and then if, if it's nice conditions, anytime the ball's like close to the 40 yard line, I'm, I'm ready to go. So, uh, 50, I start warming up and then like 40 yard line or close to it. Uh, sometimes I make the target line 42, which is a 60 yarder, but, uh, that's that's with a slight breeze at the back, so
0: <laughs> need a little help there, yeah. a little help. We uh, were talking to, I, I think it was Joel, or it might have been, it might have been Vistardis, and uh, I, I think it was the Washington field goal that, I think it was that 52-yarder that, yeah. that went through. I, I was telling him, I was like, man, I, I feel like that would have been good from like 60 or 70, and he was like, yeah, yeah, Moody was saying that too. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah, that ball was smoked and like, I could feel it right off my foot. Um, It was just like one of those no doubters, like like in baseball when you like hit one on the screws and um, like right when it came off my foot, it felt amazing. And that it probably would have been good from seventy, to be honest. Wow, crossing the uprights like at the top of the uprights. So, when (laughs) do you go
1: back and look at the film of that and like distance it out a little bit from like the sky
3: cam or something? Um, I, I don't do that as much with, uh, field goals, but I've had to do that with kickoffs a couple times this year. Um, we've had a couple like going to the stands. And so, um, we have our long snapper, William Wagner, he's an engineer. So he <laughs> likes to do, yeah, like the math for that and then kind of figure out how far it would have gone.
1: Love it. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, and now is there, is there a time to where like, all right, you you're getting close and it's like you're at the 42 or something like that, or maybe the 45, uh, or, you know, 30, anywhere in that range, right? Where it's like close to, all right, it's fourth and two. Are we going for this or are we going to kick it? Or do you like stare down coach and you're just like, all right, I got to, let's give me this, give me this. I want it.
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously you got to want every field goal if you're not, confident in yourself and how do you expect your coach to be confident in you um so I always like kind of give him a look like like I'm ready to go like um he'll look down the sidelines for me and I'll always be staring him down and sometimes (laughs) he lets me kick sometimes he doesn't but that's not my decision
1: yeah I mean, you got to be pumped too when, you know, you're obviously rooting for the offense to score too, you know, so pumped when they're going for it and, uh, you know, hopefully they're, they're converting that fourth down as well. Yeah, you always, you always
3: want the offense to uh, do well and score a lot of touchdowns. Um, I'm fine with getting a lot of points from PATs. That means we're blowing teams out by a lot, but um, I'm here if they need me for a field goal here and there.
0: I was gonna um, say I, I don't know if you know this or not, but you are tied for fourth in, the, in all of the NCAA with seventy points. Yeah, I, I figured it was it was up there. We've had a lot of high scoring games this
3: year, so yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, Jake or Jack, way to uh, way to just like blow it, blow the cover there. Come on, man. You're to, that's like, I mean, obviously you're not throwing a no hitter but it's kind of like throwing an no hitter and you're just like talking about it. Come on, man. If it was uh, first,
0: if it was first, I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, yeah, there
1: you go. There you go. Um, have you, what is, what's your, uh, what's your record that you've put up in practice then? Um, I've hit from 70
3: a couple times in practice. I mean, that's just, that's just stupid. That's just yeah. Stupid. I mean, come on. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, and I was, I was a little frustrated because, Uh, One of the 70s I hit, I had somebody else kind of record from, like, the goalpost to kind of see how far it goes over. And uh, it probably had another couple yards on it, too. So, I was kind of mad I didn't move back a little further, but whatever.
1: Uh, Now, have you always had, like – I? We know, like Quinn ordine always had that big leg, right? Have you always had the big leg too, or is that you know something that you have had to work on to increase your distance? Like you started
3: out as the accurate guy, and you've had to do that. Um, yeah. So it, it all started when I was playing soccer uh, when I was younger. I was the guy that was like constantly kicking the ball over the goal and uh, <laughs> scoring goals while I was playing goalie and stuff. And then, <laughs> um didn't really like all the running and soccer so I switched to football um not not to be a kicker actually just to kind of like play another sport and then one of my coaches like kind of told my mom he saw me kicking at practice and he was like this this kid's got a good leg like you should probably invest some money in like a kicking coach and uh like kind of go from there and that's what we did and it worked out pretty well for me what position were you playing before kicker uh well that was back in youth ball, so like you of oh, everywhere anything, So I was tight end linebacker, wide receiver. Left tackle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I um I mean I, I don't think I've ever related to somebody more than saying they switched sports because they didn't want to run. Like I <laughs> <that> I'm <is>, I, <laughs> I, I talking that. to the right crowd here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh <laughs> Um, So, you know, when you, um, like, looking back to the Nebraska game and you're in pressure situations, right, Um, and we talked to Brad Robbins about this as well, right, where it's like there are times, obviously, as the punter, as the kicker, long snapper, all of that, um, where it's, you know, you feel that pressure. And so Brad Robbins says that he just smiles all the time. Are you, like, that guy, too, that's just, like, shrugging off the pressure and just smiling through it, or how do you handle that?
3: Um, To be honest, I'm just kind of, like, a pretty calm guy, like, overall. And, like, uh, I I can um, I can tell, by the way. I can tell.
0: (laughs) you pretty chill dude. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah,
3: so, I mean, I'm not one to, like, get, like, real worked up um, in, like, situations like that. Um, And I I always try and approach every kick the exact same, so – I like take myself through like the same routine and uh, I'm not really worried about like which kick it is. And uh, I just go out there and like do the same thing that I've always done.
1: Well, it's working so far. So, so we're not going to tell you anything different there. (laughs) Uh, But uh, have you, I mean, obviously you're on the sideline for most of the game, right? So uh, how do you keep busy? Like, I feel like I, I'm in the stands, you know, pacing and stuff like that, let alone, uh, let alone you, you know, having to go in every so often, how do you keep yourself ready too uh, at all times?
3: Um, so obviously I don't want to be like moving around too much. Like I don't want to tire my legs out. Um, so most of the time I'm honestly just like sitting down and just kind of waiting for like the chance to like get up and start warming up. Um, and then there's like some things that like I'll do with the other specialists. Like uh, we'll make our own playbook where we draw a picture of a field goal post and put a check mark in the middle. Um, <laughs> draw a picture of like a stick figure that's supposed to be Brad and punting the ball really far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we just like try to stay – well, we, we do stay focused uh, during the entire game. Like we're, we're always locked in. Um, but – during like the breaks and stuff, when when there's some downtime, we like to have a little bit of fun too. Bring a deck of cards out there, play some euchre. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think the coaches would like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just have to hide out
0: in the medical tent. Yeah, There, <laughs> you, <laughs> go. there you go.
2: I don't know. Coach Harbaugh might might come uh, surprise you. He might be champion euchre player yeah
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that he no, no i mean no matter what he does he's going to be competitive in it that's for sure he's not yeah. going to go to you know play to lose uh so yeah
2: uh um, i think when we were talking to brad he was saying that he had uh been practicing some like meditation and i see like jj on instagram is that something that you do as well um i don't do the meditation
3: uh, meditation specifically but um, I do go through some like breathing exercises to kind of just slow my heart rate down. Um, there's actually a lot of guys that are starting to do the meditation, which is pretty cool. Um, like they're, they're taking a lot more, um, like importance to like, not only like strengthening your body, but like also like kind of strengthening your mind and like your mind and body connection. So, uh, it's, it's been good to see all the guys that are doing all the meditation stuff.
1: It's I think it's very interesting, the mental aspect that athletes are taking, you know, uh, towards their game nowadays, it used to be something where I feel like, you know, if you were supposed to be this hardcore guy, right, and like, not, you know, just not have any feelings and emotions other than run through a brick wall, right. But now there's like, there are mental coaches, you know, and things like that. And so um yeah have you guys incorporated that as a team or had the opportunity to utilize those types of
3: things um we don't have like anybody kind of like specifically like in the building all the time um but we do have a couple people that we have as resources that you can reach out to um and they've been really helpful and uh they've kind of like taught like a couple kind of like courses on it to the whole team so Um, everybody kind of knows the importance of it and uh, they have resources if they need it. Yeah, it's cool. I think
1: it's, I think it's important. Right. And it's something that like you guys got a lot on your plate, school, life, football, like it's damn. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So it's a lot to handle for sure.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of stuff
0: as a college athlete, for sure. What was the biggest difference from you going from Northville to Michigan? Um, honestly,
3: not too much. Just, I mean, adjusting to like a college lifestyle and just living on your own was the biggest thing, obviously. But, um, as far as like classes and stuff, Northville was pretty good to me. And, um, we send like 90 kids from Northville to U of M every year. So, wow. Wow. It's kind of like a university. So, I, and it's only twenty minutes down the road too, so I kind of feel like I'm just kind of like in like somewhat of an extension of Northville. Right. How? What did, did you graduate you, with
0: in high school? How many people?
3: Um. So I had a graduating class of five eighty-five. I think. So it's usually wow. around six hundred.
0: Jeez, that's pretty. That's an impressive percentage of people going to Michigan, man. It's yeah, like, for sure. For sure. Now,
2: did you grow up a Michigan fan or?
0: Yeah, I grew up in a house divided,
3: actually. So uh, my dad went to Michigan and my mom went to state. Oh, big week this week, huh? Oh, Oh, yeah. Huge, huge week for my family. My mom's been like talking about how she's going to pass out and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I, I grew up a Michigan fan, like with my dad and then my younger sister. She was a state fan with my mom. And uh, I've slowly transitioned them to uh, all being Michigan fans. All
1: right. They got to they gotta that's be, awesome. you know, rooting for you at least, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. good. That's good. So
0: yeah. so is your mom wearing a uh, amazing blue moody jersey to the game? Or what's the plan
3: here? Yeah, she's going to be rocking amazing blue. Don't worry. Good for her. Good for her.
1: Right. Yeah. We'd have to talk to mom if, if that wasn't a, a different <laughs> answer
2: there.
3: <laughs> yeah. Freshman year, she was uh, – gonna do like the michigan state shirt under the michigan jersey (laughs) yeah Um, now she's just full-blown michigan which is good
1: all
3: right all right
1: that's good that's good that you've converted them good work good work keep keep that work up um (laughs) and so um you know on the uh on the michigan state topic too you know we talked about the the heightened uh of energy and focus and things like that you know what does over the years, obviously, you, you know, you you've been here since 2018, there have been wild games and, and it's just, you've been a part of this rivalry now for, for a few years. And so what, um, what's your biggest takeaway from, and you grew up in it, right? So like, is this something that is like, this is the week you look forward to each year or, or what does this mean to you?
3: I mean, it, it means a ton to me, obviously, because, like, I grew up in the rivalry. Like, um, we'd decorate the house with Michigan and Michigan State stuff. Uh, my mom's a teacher, so she would decorate her room with all Michigan State stuff. Um, but now it's, she's got, like, kind of half and half in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've always taken this rivalry, like, really seriously growing up. And uh, it's actually going to be my first year that I get to kick field goals uh, in this game. Uh, surprisingly like all three years where I kicked like partially during the season, I never got to kick against state, which kind of sucked, but wow. I'm really looking forward to uh, being able to kick against them for the first time.
1: That's interesting. I mean, just how it just kind of worked out that way, huh?
3: Yeah. Just bad timing.
1: Bad timing. Okay. Um, All right. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is like, I feel like, you know, in, I grew up on the West side of the state with a lot of Sparty fans on that side. And I was like a lone Michigan guy. Right. And, uh, these two guys are from Ann Arbor too. And so, um, you know, it, for the state of Michigan, this is just like, this is that, that day, this is that week that it's like, everybody talks about, right. And the rest of the year you have those bragging rights. Right. And so, um, do you have any friends that, from, like, high school or stuff like that, too, that are get, that give you shit and, like, are, are talking shit this week? Oh,
3: yeah. And that's that's the other thing. Northville sends probably 300 people to Michigan State. every. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, half my high school goes there. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of people uh, that knew me in high school that are rooting against me this weekend, and there's also a lot of people rooting for me this weekend as well.
2: Yeah, that ratio makes a lot of sense. I'll say, (laughs) makes it
3: makes a lot of sense. (laughs)
0: There
3: you go. Did you ever did you ever consider Michigan State? Uh, yeah, I actually did. Michigan uh, wasn't really recruiting me that much in high school um, until uh, my senior season, actually. Um, Michigan State was recruiting me pretty heavily on the other end. Um, they kept promising me a scholarship and like, just what you'd expect from them. They never actually gave me a scholarship offer. Um, but then Michigan was kind of late to the party, but they were all in for me and, uh, they were, they were truthful with me. And, uh, they said that I could come as a gray shirt. Um, I actually ended up coming as just like a normal scholarship guy because a spot opened up for me, uh, late in the summer, but honestly all through high school I was kind of disappointed because Michigan wasn't reaching out to me and I was like oh I might have to go to state might have to settle but oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put that have to settle have to settle <laughs> there you yeah. go. so I'm I'm definitely really happy up. yeah um
1: well, we're we're obviously happy that you made it here too. It's kind of it's kind of a little bit of a revenge game for you then that they they didn't uh, extend that that scholarship offer. Not that there needs to be any more like you know things out there for this to be a special game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, have you guys? Has there been you know with an extra focus? There's an extra focus. It seems just because it's Michigan State, right? Has there been talks, uh, or have you guys you know? had had a focus on, Hey, this is a, a top 10 matchup. This is another big 10 East team. We got to beat this team. If we want to win the conference, like what, you know, I, I know coach Harbaugh talked about those things. Like it's a, kind of an elimination game, right? What's that, you know, attitude and mentality been like in the locker
3: room and in practice? Yeah, ex- exactly. Like what you said, uh, coach Harbaugh kind of told us, it's like a kind of like a playoff mentality now. Um, like, it's a single-game elimination. Like, we can't lose from here on out um, because we know we know what our goals are. Uh, we want a big, fat ring on our fingers at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, it we got to take it one game at a time. Um, we know it's at stake, like, uh top-ten matchup against a pretty good team. So, um, we definitely got to take it one game at a time. Uh, we're still uh, looking forward to the last game of the year, obviously, but – uh, we got to get through all the other teams first.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's it, – it is uh, – it's obviously the talk of Michigan, but I think it's the talk of the country too. You know, you, you've you got game day there. You've got Fox there, Barstool's there. It's like everybody's there. Um, so, I, I think it's it's cool too. And um, have you guys – have you – made a focus you I know you've made a focus to embrace things on the road right and like you know you talked about taking their songs and things like that have you have you had a focus to embrace the moment too that it is like such a kind of big moment and and you know relish in that for a minute
3: yeah um I can't really speak on like the whole team's behalf but uh like for myself I don't really try and get too caught up in that kind of stuff um like, I just kind of see it as another game, just go out there and do the best I can. Um, but we're definitely going to um, appreciate this rivalry and this huge game. Uh, we're going to try and go in there and kind of, like, take their crowd's energy and use it to our, like, own advantage. Um, so we're, we're excited for this weekend.
2: I know do we've heard think- the uh, the uh, make their song, our song kind of deal. What's Michigan State's song? You guys got to have been playing something all week. Yeah, I,
3: I don't know if they have a song. Um, we've been playing Thunderstruck a lot, um, which I know is like kind of like their walkout song, I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whatever song they play, no matter what it is, like, right when we hear
0: it, like, we're going to get pretty hyped to it. Based on your response uh, earlier from, from Justin's question, are you the chillest guy on the team? Like, is it not even close? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I would say
3: so. And, <laughs> and if you ask a lot of other guys, they'd probably say so, too. Like, I got guys that come up to me, and they'll, they'll just ask me, like, like, please, like, smile for me or, like, something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, like, a good thing for my position, honestly. Right. Yeah. The team. So,
0: I'll, I'll just go with it. I love it, man. Stay true to you.
3: You
1: Use it to your advantage, that's for sure. Uh, but do you – I. Are you, you know, there have been times on the sideline that the sideline's gotten hype as hell. So are you getting hype when when the uh, the moment is hype too?
3: I mean, yeah, I, I like try to stay like kind of calm and collected, yeah. but you, you can't just like sit back and watch that kind of stuff. Like you want to be a part of that. And like, yeah. it's a great like team energy and like, it, it's fun to be a part of. So like, I'll, I'll kind of like, jump around and do all that stuff for a minute then kind of go calm back down and just get ready for it. it's kick.
2: you throw I, in I'm... a towel when they play pump it up or what
3: yeah <laughs> I, I, I usually kind of throw a towel around and stuff <laughs> there you go there you
1: go i feel like you and joel huntingford have to be the two most opposite
3: personalities that we've met <laughs> yeah joel joel uh He'll talk your ear off like he's very, very outgoing for sure um he, he's one of the coolest guys I know on the team for sure um he he's one of the guys blocking for me too, so um like we we kind of share some like funny moments like after kicks and stuff, like we'll say some stuff, and I, I'm not gonna share it here. It's like kind of like, <laughs> like a secret, I guess, but uh yeah. I like we, it. Me and him, we're, we're pretty close. We've, we've gotten close this year for sure.
1: Nice. He's a good dude. Great dude. So we, we've had him on a couple of times. We enjoy Joel. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, so when you – I mean, obviously, there's a lot of different personalities and a lot of people hyping, hyping you know, things up. Who's uh, – let's, let's move forward to Saturday
3: hypothetically.
1: Who's giving the pregame speech before you guys head out there?
3: uh definitely either Aiden or Ross um like those guys like you you'd want to run through a brick wall after they give a speech um like they they give their all for the team and like you got to be willing to give your all in return um so like those two guys uh especially they they get everybody fired up love it love it is there somebody
1: on the offense that kind of takes that role too because I know I mean We've seen it from Aiden. He's like a, a – he's a borderline psychotic, I think, for football, which is perfect <laughs> for what he does. Obviously, Josh Ross playing linebacker too. Um, anybody on the offense that kind of has that mentality as well?
3: Yeah, uh, like obviously Cade. He's a he's a great leader for the offense. And uh, some of the O-linemen are uh, a lot more vocal and a lot louder and obviously a lot bigger and scarier than Cade. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like a whole group effort for the offense. Like, they, they, they get fired up as a unit pretty well.
1: Love it. Yeah, they um, – I mean, it's – we've seen them. We're, we're pushing for the celebration that we saw in the spring game where they all shotgun beers after a touchdown. So, we're, when we talked to Vistardis and Joel, we, we tried to push them for that. But we need some help from you too.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> I, I got one celebration too uh i don't really have one so if you guys could think of one for me too i'd appreciate that
1: i think the money moody money oh, the money that. moody come on <laughs> go there go there that that would be epic if you ever do get a 60 yarder or something like that like what's coach gonna say if you go to the money and you're like coach
3: i just hit a 60 yarder come on now <laughs> I mean, if, if I got flagged for it, like, I'm sure you'd understand if I made a 60-yarder. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I'm the one that's going to have to deal with the 15-yard uh, loss on a kickoff. Th- that's but true. I'll, I'll just make sure the wind's at my back. And then uh, I've hit a touchback in high school before from the 20-yard line. So, um, hopefully I could try it again in college. if that there, you go. there, you there you go. You guys got to plan it right. There you go.
1: If, if I'd say 60 yarder a game winner, you got to go go crazy with something there. With the Money Moody, I think is is the go to. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, uh you know, big game this weekend obviously. Uh so we appreciate you coming on here. Uh we uh you know, it's it's a fun week. We've been on social media and and the fans are freaking excited, man. It's like people going back and forth. The banter has already started and Saturday is just going to be electric. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And, you know, I think I've found my person to look for when I get too stressed in the, I'll be in the stands. So when I get too stressed in the stands, I'm going to look for you and just be like, all right, he's calm as shit. I need to be like moving.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. I'll usually be in like the uh, like corner of like our sideline, just kind of chilling on a bench. So. if if you can't find me just look to like one of the ends by the kicking net i'll usually be chilling there all
2: right sounds good (laughs) sounds good before we lose you though moody yeah you've been kind of involved in this rivalry growing up in it a little bit and everything do you remember the mike hart little brother comment
3: um i don't remember it from like back when i was watching it but uh obviously i've seen it a lot now um and like i agree with coach hart like (laughs) <laughs> I mean, now that he's a coach for us, it's, like, especially cool because, like, I grew up watching him, and he was, like, one of my favorite players, so um, having him as a coach now is pretty cool also.
0: Does he give any uh, pregame speeches at all, typically? Um,
3: I'm I'm never really, like, close enough to the running backs, like, during pregame stuff, but, yeah, he he's pretty intense. Like, I'm sure he gives some pretty good pregame speeches, especially this week.
0: I was gonna say I'm hoping that uh, somehow a camera finds its way in there and and he gives a speech to the whole team because he was undefeated against against Smarty, so That's that'd true. be uh, that'd be pretty cool for him to say something in his first year back coaching. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask you has he has, has he talked at all to the team yet this week, or maybe they're waiting a little uh, till a little bit later?
3: Uh, not yet this week. But uh, when we have like a coach come up and kind of talk to the team, it's usually on like a Thursday or a Friday, uh, a lot closer to the game day. Um, so hopefully he'll go up and talk to us either tomorrow or Friday. There you go.
1: There you go. Oh, I, 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 I do want to be there. I want to be there. So I might have to sneak into practice or something for that one.
0: Get a fake press pass or something.
1: <laughs> you got, you got to have an extra Jersey or something I can put on. We look good enough. I, I got to grow the beard
3: out though. I just shaved it. So shoot. Uh, go buy like a helmet at the end. Then I'll give you an extra Jersey. And there be. you go. There you
1: go. <laughs> it is halloween so i can i you know it'll just be my halloween costume right yeah two Uh, for one there you go Uh. all right man well thanks for joining we appreciate you um we'll uh you know there may be a shirt in the works here maybe maybe a shirt in the works on the uh blue by 90 shop um that that we might put up for you so we're uh we're talking about that still but um Yeah, man. We appreciate you. So, uh, obviously go out there, kill it this weekend. Um, you know, hopefully we can have you on here again at some point down the road, but we've had a ton of fun watching you this year and, and, uh, you know, we got to finish this thing out. So, so go get them in.
3: Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.
1: All right. Thanks for Jake Moody coming on. All I can say is I am glad that man is our kicker because he is, literally the chillest man of all time
0: the absolute chillest dude like it's not even close I mean, <laughs> I mean he's a cool dude super chill I mean it's uh, that's that's awesome you need that guy on the team especially to have him as your kicker like you said that's that's always good to have
2: high pressure environment that guy is making the right Absolutely. decision every time he, nothing can face
1: <laughs> no I, I feel like we could have thrown anything at him and he would have just been like Yep. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> just I, almost, it.
0: I almost, I wanted to ask him what was like, cause cause we see, you know, some of those, uh, obviously hockey players do it and some football players like the smelling salts. So I'm like, so do you <laughs> like, you know, take a hit of weed before you, know, you go up for the <laughs> kick? Like what works best for you? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's, I feel like he's, he's naturally like that, but it it definitely seems like something's going on there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever works, man. Whatever works. Hey, um, so it's a, hey, man. It's a uh, it's a yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan State week, though. Holy shit, this is a big week. I don't know about you guys, but ever since the end of the Northwestern game, it's been like all I can think about. I I literally have to like try to find things to do so that to you know, obviously, I put in a little bit of effort of work. I I would love to see the like productivity ratings of in the working environment across the state of Michigan for this week alone, they have to just plummet for this
0: week. Right. People just scrolling through Twitter, going through uh, all the sports betting apps, putting their bets in, going through all the analytics and everything. Yeah, no, but the productivity has got to be down the shitter at this point, (laughs) at least for myself. I I know it is. Sorry, Brett, if you're listening to this.
2: I walked by our, uh, our project management office this morning and somebody put a big Michigan flag out there. So I was like, all right, this is Beautiful. how I know.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. I I mean, it's it's uh, it's that week. It's that week in the state of Michigan. And for this week, it's also on the, the national, you know, uh, plan, too. So everybody is is honed in on East Lansing this week. And it's a big opportunity. We kind of joke about the biggest games of Jim Harbaugh's tenure and how there's been a hundred of them, right? There's like every week is the biggest game. It's the most pivotal game. It's
0: the most must-win game. This has got to be up there, right? This this might be it. I think this is number two behind 2016 Ohio State, right? It's got to be close, man. I mean, it's – What else would be ahead of it?
1: I don't know. The right? crazy thing is that like I don't think from a talent perspective me either Michigan or Michigan State in 2021 are anywhere close to 2016 Michigan Ohio State but right. with everything that's leading up to it at this moment in the season yes I still think so I think you're you're correct with it being you know right behind that
0: I think I think just especially what it does for Harbaugh's legacy at Michigan this is number 2 Right. You're at, you're in East Lansing. It's a top 10 showdown. Both teams are undefeated. You know, you're fighting for a top two spot in the Big Ten East, obviously, but with Ohio State, I'm assuming Penn State's out of that running after the Illinois loss. Um, I mean, it's a huge game. I'm fucking excited. I'll tell you what. And and I'm nervous as hell because for those of you that know, I married a Sparty, and if we lose this game, I've got nothing till basketball season. And I, I, I can't listen to that. I can't listen to that for another few months.
2: Yeah, this game. I mean, this game has huge implications, right? I mean, the winner of this game controls their destiny for the rest of the of the season. Yeah, I mean, the, the loser of this game. I mean, still has a shot, but they're just they're not in control, right? No. Um, so, I mean. And I think you're right. This, is, this does maybe feel like the second biggest game of the Harbaugh era, which is insane, right? There, um,
1: there are reports of fake tickets going around. I saw that. I haven't heard anything like that since 2016, 2018, maybe Ohio, Michigan, Ohio State. Like There hasn't been a hot ticket like this uh, in quite some time for Michigan football, especially for Michigan State football as well. Um, I think that for, you know, for Michigan fans and, and for the team and for Jim Harbaugh, it's like, man, you, we cannot have these Spartan fans t- talking shit that Mel Tucker is 2-0 and against Jim Harbaugh. And then, you know, maybe this is the last year of Jim Harbaugh if he loses this game, who knows what happens after that. But like, I don't know. I from from my perspective, with my friends that I know that are out there, and let alone the the Spartys that interact with us on Twitter, who I'm ready to drop kick at any moment right now. <laughs> um, it, it just those. I I think that that is the like the nervous part of me worries about that for us moving forward.
0: Yeah, bragging rights. I mean, it's bragging rights. How how is. How is an MSU coach going to start off two and zero against Michigan? Like when when like like when I, I'm curious when that is like when's the last time that, that that happened? But think about this. Do you think if Michigan knock on what? Do you think if Michigan loses to MSU at MSU this year and then loses to Ohio State at home, but they go 10 and 2? Is Harbaugh done?
2: Oh,
1: that's such a tough. Such a tough thing, I. I mean, you would, you would. If you asked any single person, "Hey, if Michigan goes ten and two this year, you know, would you take it?" You are saying yeah. yes. You are yeah. absolutely saying yes, right? Most people had them at seven and five or eight and four, so that's you know that that is exceeding expectations. But when if you lose to those two teams. Then it, you, I don't know. It's just that's where it becomes those, what are those must win games? Right. Um, but you know, I, I, I would, I want to ask you guys this are you know, what's your level of confidence going into this game realistically? For me, it's I'm nervous as shit, but I don't know if that's just because of everything that's gone on, or I, I don't, if I just like looked at, the talent of the teams and what's going to happen on those, I'd be much more confident. But with all the other variables, that's what makes me nervous.
0: Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. I mean, for me, on a scale of one to 10, I'm at a five. I think this game's a toss up. I mean, obviously, it's a big rivalry game. They're both top 10 teams. Doesn't help us that it's in East Lansing. You know, I, I just don't know. And I don't think. We know what either if either team that's the fucked thing. It's like they're both seven and zero, undefeated, over halfway through the season. We still don't know who these teams are because they haven't really played anybody yet. Like this is the real test game for both teams. So for me, I think it's a toss-up. And I think you learn a lot about both teams in this game. And I'm my confidence level is I'm halfway, man. I, I I'm not super confident. I obviously think Michigan has a chance and I think they're gonna win the game, but you know, if they lose, I guess I wouldn't be sh- super shocked. I do think is pretty good this year, and they have a lot of big playability, and that's what makes me really nervous. I don't think they're gonna like chip down the field to beat Michigan. I think it's gonna be big plays that, that beat Michigan in this game, and that, that's the that's the biggest thing that's bothering me. That that kind of has my like heart racing.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely nervous, but I would almost I would say I'm more like anxious than nervous. Right. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. I, the, it's been building up so much that I'm just like ready to see it at this point. And like, yeah, I'm nervous because there are some things that could happen. But I feel like there's been a lot of things in regard to this Michigan team that they, you know, kind of know what their issues are. They know what their strengths are. And I feel like they're pretty well prepared for this game. So like, am I nervous? Yeah. But I'm just ready to see them go on the field and do their thing. Right. Yeah.
1: I think that the, the confidence that I have in this team in terms of being able to live up to the moment is better than I've ever had, you know, under Jim Harbaugh team. Right. I I think that that is what's helping me uh, feel better about this. Like, I, I think they want this type of moment. They're living for this type of moment. Whereas in the past, we'd kind of cower at this type of moment and go in deer in the headlights type of thing. I think they like love it, you know, a little bit. And so um I I I think the energy is is different. I, I don't know if you guys have heard us talk about energy before. Um, <laughs> but I you know. I, I do think that the attitude shift is, uh is different, which I, I'm excited. I, I'm truly excited to see them go into Spartan stadium with like that chip on their shoulder, you know, Vincent Gray's talking about it. Like, you know, Hey, we aren't letting them do what they did last year to us again. Right. And, and Aiden's talking about Ben Van Sumeren and, and like, Hey, you know, there's a lot of different things like that. Like, These guys, I feel like Aiden specifically, you know, I just believe that that guy is not going to let this shit go badly. You know, he's doing every single thing in his power to make sure that they're going to, you know, win this football game. And and there isn't a single person that we've talked to or heard from on this team that is not following Aiden's footsteps,
0: I mean, it feels like a revenge tour type year without the publicity behind it, right? Like they're they're probably talking about that kind of stuff in the locker room, but it's not being publicized like it was back in 2018. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, totally fine with. Um, And I'll tell you what, after the Wisconsin-Nebraska and game, I do have a lot more confidence in them going into East Lansing and winning because it does feel like this team has really stepped up to the plate in those big games. Where in past years, and we've heard players say it, it feels like they cower at that opportunity. So I I do have more confidence in them winning the game in past years where I feel like they were facing a number eight Michigan state team that's undefeated in East Lansing. I'd be like, okay, yeah, no, there's no fucking chance we have to win this game. Um, But I'm still nervous. And and Caitlin, I think you, you said it, you said it uh, pretty well. It's, it's a lot of, it's, I'm very anxious as well. Like I'm very excited for this game, but I'm very nervous. As it needs well. to be and,
1: Saturday. Yeah, fucking right I, I now. I need it dude. to be noon
0: Saturday <laughs> right now. Right yes, now. Exactly.
1: I, I cannot deal with the next three days that come. No. I, it's just like, Oh my God, it's just going to drag on Friday's going to come and it's just going to be like, Holy shit. There's I, I mean, I've already chucked it up. There's really no chance that I sleep on Friday night. Like no shot. no, no uh, way. And so, yeah, I, I want to ask you guys uh, one other thing too, with our personnel, you know, what we kind of talked about it. I had, I had said some things uh, on our last podcast about Cade and JJ and that I think there may be a tough decision uh, involved there. What are you guys thoughts going into this game after, you know, we've had some time to watch the Northwestern game and, and analyze and think about it. Are you guys feeling, Confident with Cade, or do you feel that you know JJ may have a, an elevated role, or may need to have an elevated role this week?
0: For me, I know I mentioned it last podcast. I think it'll go a lot like the Northwestern game. JJ, you know, he'll it'll kind of go kind of along like how it has like all season. JJ will get in the game. He'll have a couple of plays. If he has a throw and he connects on it, I think he stays in. If he has a throw and he, and he misses it and it's not really close, I think he comes out of the game. So I think it all depends on how J.J. plays while he's in. I think if he's playing well, I think he'll stay in. If it's not, they'll all right, be like, all right, Cade, go back in. I think, I think it really just depends on how J.J. is passing the ball. Because we know he can move it with his legs. The read option, you know, he's got it and he's the guy to go to with it. And Cade's, you know, Cade's really more of a pocket Uh, pocket passer, but that's what I think will happen. I think if JJ has the ability to really take advantage of the moment and capitalize, I think he'll stay in the game. But if not, then I think we'll kind of see the back and forth that we've seen all year.
2: Yeah. I think the coaches are in the, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of play calling personnel mode. Right. And so they're like, "Eh, we've won seven games with Kate. Why would I, you know, and putting JJ in sporadically, why would I change that up? Um, and I think that they're, you know, just stubborn enough to do that. <laughs> there, Nobody's going to do, nobody's going to be like, oh, we're going to put JJ in to start for a quarter, right? That yeah. would be like, whoa, what? Uh, and well, I, as a fan might be like, hell yeah. They'll never do that. So
1: Yeah. And I think I, I'm, after I like had some time to think about it, I I think I walk back my take that like JJ needs to be, you know, involved more. I think that like you said, uh, Kaelin, the Cade's gotten the job done seven times, right? It hasn't been pretty all the time, but he's gotten the job done. And I think that Josh Gaddis has game planned week by week by week so that you know, he doesn't have to utilize Cade all the time. But when Cade's been called upon in pressure situations, he's made those plays. you know. And so I that's where, like, yeah, his stats aren't going to jump off the table at you. That's for sure. Um, but I think, you know, I, I believe in Cade McNamara that he can get the job done on Saturday. And there are so many things outside of just his deep ball talent that he brings to the table, you know, that can help Michigan win. He's got to lead the team. He's got to, you know, make audibles at the at the line. He's got to do what he does, right? You know, I, is Michigan going to win or lose on three deep balls? If that's the case, then I don't know. I mean, then I, I'm not sure if, if we're able to put ourselves in, a best, in the best uh, position to win. But, you know, I don't think JJ's, I think JJ's proven himself to be, you know, he's going to be really good someday. I don't think he's really good today. You know, I don't think he's proven to be like this unbelievable guy that you have to, you know, get in right now. He's shown his own flaws too. Um, but I, I'm, I believe in Cade McNamara. That's where I'm at right now.
0: Positive vibes only. I love it.
1: Positive vibes only. Um, and I did want to touch on too, um, you know, when we're looking at the defense versus MSU's offense too, I, I do think we'll bully them around quite a bit. I, I think our defense will, will, you know, stop the run for the most part outside of Kenneth Walker being maybe slippery a couple times. And that's what my major concern is. I can see what I can see happening is we are we have the play contained, contained. We make the right play 99% of the way, and then 1% slips through and they break one here or there. That's what my concern is. And we've seen that happen. And, you know, not even Kenneth Walker, but I can see Peyton Thorne doing that as well, where it's like you have him sacked essentially, but he squeaks through and goes for the first down. We saw Brian Lewerke do that a few years ago. Connor Cook would do that. Like you know, th- those are, that's the way that Michigan State has won football games and beaten Michigan specifically in the past, and so I'm hoping that Mike McDonald is game planning for that. Um, but I think there's enough, you know, edge and chippiness from this defense le- led by Aiden Hutchinson that they're they're going to be out to uh, to make an impact on this game. I I could see the defense having. Uh, they're, it's not going to be a 2018 performance where they have 94 yards, um, but it could be. It, it's it could be that type that vibe of that where they're just like constantly stopping them.
0: I do think the them taking a very unexpected loss at the big house last year is going to fuel that fire a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, yeah, and especially in these like rivalry games where it's like a close game i think special teams plays a huge part in it too right so i mean you got to shut down uh, MSU's ability to return punts and return kickoffs but also you know don't sleep on Blake Corum returning some kickoffs too right like an AJ that's Henning true. out there so like that's another facet at play so
1: you know i was i was talking because I think it's gonna, it could be, it could come down to a couple weird plays like that, a, a punt return or a fumble or you know so, or an interception or something like that. And I was talking to a buddy and he put it very well, and he's actually said this for the past few weeks now. But I think this one it, it pertains to this too. Somebody's gonna do something stupid, and we gotta hope it's not us. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be a mistake. There's going to be some crazy something wild. We've seen it before, and it's been Michigan doing it. You yeah. just got to hope it's not us. Because at the end of the day, they're college kids, and they make mistakes, right? Yeah. And so that could be the, the end of it. Um, so that I, I don't know. Did I also – I just want to beat the shit out of Mel Tucker. I know. God I damn know. it! I'm yeah. sick of seeing Mel Tucker's fucking face with a cigar and all that <laughs> shit. I know we put that shit trolling them on on Twitter and Instagram, but like, I'm just sick of it. Like to be honest, and. I'm sick of people talking about how great he is. I hope he goes to LSU just because that would be so freaking funny for them to think they found their guy and then him leave immediately. I'm I'm ready for us to pound them and and just fucking end it all for them and ruin their day, ruin their year. Bring it back to the Mike Hart years. That's what I need. Bring it back. I, I'm ready for I'm ready for Aiden Hutchinson with the passion in his face i i can see him in the locker room where it's just like this is war this is absolute war we're going into battle and there is nothing going to stop us from winning this football game that is what i'm feeding off of as a fan and like i i'm going to be like ready to run through a brick wall with aiden on saturday and i know i feel like there are so many people out there with me too that are just like antsy for this and just like ready to go like let's strap up the helmet with him
0: <laughs> for, for me how i'll get hyped is, is if he hypes up the team i'll be like god i'm gonna drink so much beer today i'm gonna win i'm gonna win at the bar
2: <laughs> that's uh, how i'm gonna
0: compete i love it i, I was I thinking about that
2: uh, that news interview uh probably from like 2014 with like the warren de la salle football team yeah. i don't know if you guys remember <laughs> I, I think that. I slag got my
1: swagger back.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about that oh. guy going like, we're ready to hit him every play. Like, that's why I imagine Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. my
1: God. I Well, I think back to what Valari said, too, where he, he said what Aiden says is, we just got to smash him in the motherfucking face all fucking day. Smash him in the face. Like, I am. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for that. I'm so ready. Get up. In the morning, on Saturday morning, get up bright and early, get to East Lansing, plant our Michigan flag right in their shit, and get ready to go. Crack a beer. Take on the Spartan Nation. We're right in the woodshed. It's a maze out in the woodshed. We're taking over East Lansing, and we're going to win the fucking football game.
0: Is that your pregame speech? Because that I love it. it. That was I it. love it. I love it. I'm ready to drink a beer. <laughs> Yeah, I need to like, here now, right now or what? <laughs> All right, oh, that's, that's what
1: we got for you. I hope you can take that and uh, and and fire yourself up, or you're just laughing at me. The either way, you know, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> the content. Um, but uh, hey, we appreciate you guys listening. Huge week, huge week. This is, you know, enjoy it, enjoy the enjoy the fact that, I mean. Enjoy the fact that it's Michigan versus Michigan State in a top ten matchup and both undefeated. That is pretty freaking cool too. Yeah, Come on, man, that is like nobody in their right mind would have predicted this. So, a let's be happy to be here, right, and enjoy the moment. And B, let's win a football game because seven and O is pretty sweet, but eight and is even better. You can follow us at Blue by ninety on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Blue by ninety podcast on YouTube. And with that, we say, go blue and fuck state. Go blue, fuck Sparty. I love it.
2: Fuck Sparty.